My name is Eddie and I am a compulsive overeater. Uh, thank you, uh, Dave, for leading the meeting. Thank you for Joe for asking me. Thank you for everyone being here today because without you, I cannot have a meeting and I need meetings. Anyway, I'm 67 years old and I've probably been in, in recovery about 33 years from other addictions also. But food is the one that, uh, the last one that was really haunting me. Um, I was involved with alcohol and drugs before and I'm recovered from that uh, one day at a time. Uh, I thank you uh, for what you read today about uh, how it works. Uh, it is true that it works for us if we follow the path or it was being given to us. Uh, in Mother Fellowship, I read that statement. I said, well, this is what I got to do. And I, I followed it and I got recovery. Now for me, um, my addiction was that the food, I had uh, certain foods that were toxic foods to me. I never knew it. And uh, I uh, was eating the foods that uh, were keeping me crazy in my head keeping me isolated, keeping me within myself and uh, away from other people. And I was falling in love with food. Food uh, was very addictive to me. Uh, these certain items, uh, which I won't mention, uh, were mostly sugar items. And I used to go to work and come home and start eating, eat my, eat my dinner, and then uh, sit down and watch television. Somehow you got muted, Ed. When I, I'm sorry, when I came into OA, I, uh, men came to me and told me what I was doing, that I was eating six meals, full meals a day, and a lot of junk in between and junk at nighttime. And um, he, he suggested uh, eating uh, three meals a day and nothing in between. And I grab grabbed onto that because that was uh, a way to uh, try and curtail my eating. I want to back up a second because uh, I want to tell you how it was. Um, I tried many different diets. There was a water diet, a fish diet, a gray food diet, all the kind of diets you've heard about. I was trying all those. And somehow there's a little bit of success, but not a lot of success because it never lasted. Uh, not knowing what my problem was, was in my head. Well, anyway, uh, in trying all these diets, I uh, figured that I better reach out for help because I was really getting heavy. And I knew something was wrong because my health was changing. I called a rehab place there and I, I asked the person, if, uh, what, do, what do you do if you have a problem with eating? And the lady suggested that I go to Overeaters Anonymous and she suggested that there was a meeting that night and I can go to it. So that's what I did. I went to the meeting and I met, met people that said, go to at least six other meetings, see if OA is for you. And uh, they accepted me and they, you know, at the meeting, they said, go to another meeting and I did that. And at another meeting, I met someone that was telling me that, uh, you know, I was eating too many meals a day and that um, I should uh, try the dignity of choice from the pamphlet, uh, three meals a day and nothing in between. And uh, so I started on that and lo and behold, a miracle happened. I got abstinent and within six months, I lost 77 pounds. I was thrilled with that, but I didn't really realize what the real problem was with my thinking, my, the way I was acting all. I cut out going to meetings. I uh, stopped calling people uh, and I thought I was doing good and I was going out with my grandkids, my kids and doing things. And before you know, I started picking up food and I wound up eating their leftovers and everything. Um, and then I was gaining weight back real fast. I actually gained an extra 10 pounds of what I originally uh, 
came in as, you know. So uh, in those first six months, I've lost 77 pounds and that, that was a great, great amount of loss uh, for weight loss. So um, I started missing meetings and I said, well, I'll keep trying, I'll go to meetings. Well, anyway, that was in 2007 when I started in LA in February. And it took 12 years for me to finally get some recovery. Uh, it was November 27, 2019. I was uh, teaching an English class for Chinese people, English as a second language. And they happened to know it was my birthday on December 4th. And um, I just gotten like six, seven days abstinence. I was really happy. And then they gave me this birthday party and I started praying. I said, God, please help me because I know if I, I ain't eat any of that stuff tonight, I'm gonna to leave here and go to a convenience store and grab sugar items and go home like I always did and sit there, watch television and just eat away the sugar items and, and, and ruin myself. Well, anyway, the higher power answered my prayers. I did not pick up any of that uh, food that they had there or those items. And I was so relieved when I walked out of it, I said, thank you God for getting me through this. And so I just kept meeting. I was only making two meetings a week back then. And then as everyone knows, the pandemic started and uh, there was a lockdown, uh, stay at home stuff. And then uh, we started the free conference calls and I got involved with that. And I was really afraid when the pandemic started because I, I said to myself, there's no way I can sit home and not eat food while I'm watching television or nothing to do. Because uh, idle time for me was like, okay, I need something to do and you know, eat a snack, eat food, uh, something to take me outside of myself. So when the pandemic started, they started coming up with Zoom meetings, free conference calls. I started making more meetings. I was able to make anywhere from seven to nine meetings a week during the whole pandemic. And that really helped me. That really grounded myself in my recovery and my abstinence. So I've been abstinent uh, over a year and a half, and I'm very happy with that. I have had weight loss, but I know today that it's not about my weight loss. It's about my head and how I think. And, and what I do with my emotions and my feelings. Uh, for most of my life, I never was allowed to deal with feelings. I was never taught about them. I was told to be quiet, you know, boys don't cry, things like that. Um, so I dealt with my feelings with anger and uh, running away from them and not covering them up and not feeling them. Actually, what I did was I got into addictions, you know, in my um, 20s. And uh, uh, that just totally kept me sick. You know, I, I went to a couple rehabs for other addictions and they told me I was a sick person uh, getting, I was not a bad person getting better. I'm a sick person getting well. And they also, uh, I also fell into the thing that I'm an addict. I accidentally did that as a Freudian slip. I, when I said, introduce yourself. And I said, my name is Eddie and I'm an addict. And not knowing what I know today, but I, what I was actually saying is I'm, I didn't get addicted to anything. You know, alcohol, drugs, gambling, uh, lying, overworking, all those things. Uh, and this food, this food thing, uh, with the addiction to food, uh, it was 12 years before I got back into the rooms full time, and actually working the program. And that became that that happened because my sponsor, I we were at a retreat, and I said, well, I want to work this program and, and get recovery from this addiction, but I got to get a sponsor. And I asked a person to be my sponsor. And he said, yes, he said, we'll work together, work the steps. So after the, the, um, the rehab, a, a retreat, I'm sorry, retreat, 
that was in September of uh, 2019. We're working the steps, first, second, and third. And then he asked me when we were on the third step, he said, are you absent? I said, well, I'm trying. He said, well, you gotta do better than try. He said, you gotta put the food down. He said, because working these steps without uh, being abstinent, it's not gonna work for you. It's not gonna help you because you're still in your disease. You're still in your addiction. And I said, okay. So I, I, I walked away and I said to myself, well, this is a nice guy. He's really trying to help me. And I really wanna get absence. I said, I don't wanna lose a sponsor because I don't wanna ask another man to help me. That's a hard thing for me to ask another person to help me. So I said, okay, I started, I got absent on November 27, 2019. And so I've been working that program uh, with the three meals a day and nothing in between since. And my sponsor worked me through the steps, even though I worked through the steps in the other fellowship, the other fellowships. And um, I, uh, I was very thankful that he said that to me. It was very harsh because it scared me. And when I get scared, I usually want to run away and, and say, F it. And I didn't do that this time. I said, well, I'm going to try. And I prayed and the higher power got me absent. And so what has happened is uh, I've been going to a lot of meetings. Uh, they say meeting makers make it. You know, because there's going to be somebody sharing there that is going to tell part of your story or you're going to be able to relate to and it's going to help you. So every meeting I go to, I learn something new and I get encouraged and I get strengthened and I have more hope uh, because my disease is always waiting for me to, uh, you know, it's, it's actually say actually doing push-ups, getting stronger, waiting for me to foul up and, and just pick up again. So what I do is uh, I, for my recovery program, I eat three meals a day. I have an action plan. In the morning time I get up, I pray, and I ask my higher power to keep me absent today. Uh, I read my literature and I go to a meeting and uh, I try and help another person. I, I, when I am sponsoring, I have a couple of sponsees and I'm trying to help them. Uh, it's been successful with one person, so the other two are you know, still hanging out there. But I pray for them, and that's what I do. That's where my recovery's at. Um, I'm very thankful that uh, I got to share. Uh, thank Joe for asking me, because I got a little nervous at first. You know, I never spoke uh, to a whole different group of people, usually to people I know in my area. Um, so this is healthy for me. It's good for me. Uh, it's about recovery. It's about doing the right thing for me. It's about being responsible. Uh, someone asked me to speak or share or, or do service. Service has become very important to me. Uh, all my groups, I either read something or I'm doing something for the group or I'm leading or what they call leading or sharing. There's something that keeps me involved with recovery because of myself, I wanna sit down and, and do nothing and uh, just let everybody else do something. So for my recovery, I try and do something. Uh, have a meal plan. I eat three meals a day, nothing in between. I found out in my recovery that I actually like doing the same routine every day with the same foods. I have changed up a little bit sometimes. I always have to watch my volume at nighttime because it's my dinner time. Uh, but my, my one time for breakfast, I eat the same thing for like six months. And then once I was eating the same, same thing for lunch, like eight months. Uh, and my dinner was like six months. And I said, Gito, I had to really look at that. I told my sponsor, my sponsor said, well, it's up to you. If it's a good, healthy food, it's fine. If you're not overeating, uh, and it's not a sugar I am, it's really good. So I have switched off some of my breakfasts sometimes and my lunch a few times and my dinner just a couple of times. Uh, so I found out for me, because I'm learning to know me and my disease, that routines are very good for me. They're very good for me. It's like a habit. I get up, I do my, my prayer, I do my readings, do my meetings, 
uh, go out, do things I have to do when I'm retired. So I have a lot of free time. I help my neighbors. I uh, you know do things around the house. Go to the gym if I can, um, and I you know talk to my sponsees. Um, I'm always available to help someone because it makes me feel good, and I know it's about my recovery. Um, so for me, uh, this has been a great blessing to uh, come to OA. Um, I actually thought back in 2007 that before I got to OA that. I'm just going to die of cancer or a heart attack or just plain old obesity because I kept getting bigger and bigger. And um, I got really upset when they used to say, you know, well, well it wasn't in a store. You pay $2 extra for a larger size pants. I used to hate that, you know, and I, I said, well, I got to do something. I got to do something. But I never did do anything. They charge extra for a lar larger size pants. I didn't think that was fair, but it was the truth. I was too big for the normal size clothes. So I had to buy the extra, extra large size clothes. Um, and uh, you know you wind up wearing a lot of sweatpants because they stretch and all, uh, so it wasn't something where you go dressing. When I did get in recovery, I was able to go back to church and, and wear suits, uh, nice, nice fitting suits, and that was new for me. Like I said, wow, you know, and some people said I even look good. What's very interesting about this time in my recovery, um, from 2019 to here, uh, and started in March, uh, I lost 60 pounds. And actually only two people have seen me in this 14 or 15 months. And uh, it's really interesting because it's, it's an oddity because uh, a lot of times people lose some weight. They, everybody's like, oh, you look good. You know what you do and blah, 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 blah. I am working a program. What I have learned today that working my program is now working on my head and my thinking. I joined a step study uh, workshop uh, a few weeks ago and we're, we're back into the uh, the fourth step, we're doing the uh, step study fourth step. And I'm actually finding more things about me or even some things about present that, you know, maybe some resentments and everything that I had to write down, which, uh, you know, we do that on Wednesdays. Uh, and becoming helpful to me because everything that happens to me, I give it to my higher power because my higher power has saved me, has saved me from myself and my diseases. Um, originally, when um, it was uh, May of uh, let's see, 1989. Eddie, you have five minutes. Thank you, thank you. Uh, in May of 1989, I was coming home from work and I stood across the street in Philadelphia and the, the church had a big cross outside. And all they said was, God, please help me. And ever since then, I know my higher power has been helping me. Uh, it was like a miracle uh, that I get the help that I need. And uh, I have a lot of issues still, but as long as I stay in recovery, that I know I can get better one day at a time. And for those people who, who are maybe just new or coming back, it works. It works because I've got over a year and a half. And uh, when this pandemic started, I figured that's it on my abstinence, that's it. But the thing is that uh, I kept going to the meetings, I kept uh, praying and kept asking the higher power to help me. And um, I actually can go to more lengths to get more recovery. But of course, there's a lazy streak in me but I have to push myself to do things. Doing this tonight is a push because I'm using this time I'm watching television, get ready for bed. So it's new to me. Uh, I don't stay out that late at nighttime because I wake up five o'clock in the morning usually. I had the opportunity to go to, a, I have the opportunity twice a week to go to meetings in Japan. Right now there's seven o'clock in the morning. Uh, before the Eastern Standard Time was, it was six o'clock in the morning. And I really started my day off good that time that, with those meetings. And the people were very nice. And I met people from other, other countries, which is really great. 
So this program is a lifesaver for me and hopefully it can be for you uh, one day at a time. Um, you know, uh, give yourself a break, give yourself a chance. Uh, just keep coming back. 12 years I was in relapse. Uh, I didn't realize that until just a couple months ago, somebody told me, you were in relapse for 12 years? Uh, yeah, I guess I was. And 12 years went by pretty fast. So one day at a time, I stay in recovery. I work a program. And uh, for that, I'm very grateful and very thankful. I'm very grateful and thankful for everybody to be here. So they said, there's a topic I, I, uh, I picked for discussion. And I wrote five or six things down here. And I'm going to say, concern the third step, made a decision. I made a decision uh, a long time ago to get, get out of my disease, save my life. And it's been working for me. So thank you for allowing me to share and uh, thank, just thank you very much. Thank you. Thank you, Eddie.